0: The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and leading the charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew to eat hog confiscated from the Harlem Sanctuary. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by the Shape of a War Theater and will not star Natalie Woods and Steve McQueen or Bullwinkle and Julia.
1: Hello. Welcome to Provocative Thought, intimately known as PT, striving to awaken those who are asleep, stimulate those who are awakened, feed those who are starving, and nurture those who seek to know. I am your host, Carlton Steed, a self-proclaimed student of life in the search, discovery, and revelation of life on life's terms. First, I'd like to thank Queen Mother for Real Media for allowing me to host this show. I'd also like to thank the creator for allowing me to be. You can contact the show by dialing 347-989-0180. Again, 347-989-0180. Please press 1 to speak. Please press one to speak. You can reach us on the Internet at wwwblogtalkradiocom Queen Mother for Real and listen to the show live. You can contact us on Facebook at Provocative Thought PT Community Organization. Tonight's topic: sugar. Is sugar a drug? Are we addicted? Sugar is sucrose. Sugar is a carbohydrate. It's found naturally in most plants, but especially in sugarcane and sugar beets. Is it a drug? A drug is a substance ingested in the body that causes illness or death. Does sugar fit the description of a drug? It is written in Great Britain. Sugar was once made available by a doctor's prescription until the late 1700s when it became a candy maker's confection. Basically the same when they started making candy with sugar. And candy became a phenomenon in Britain. There was a correlation with the great confinement of the insane, as one historian calls it, which began in the late 17th century after sugar consumption in the form of candy, sodas, pastries, etc., was perpetuated and maintained in Britain. What effect does sugar have on the individual relationship, family, community, the world? Webster's definition of drug is a substance used as a medication or in the preparation of medication according to the Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act. A substance recognized in an official pharmaceutical or formality that's used in the making of drugs, same thing. A substance intended for use in the diagnosis, cure, treatment, or prevention of a disease a substance other than food intended to affect the structure or function of the body. There are records of knowledge of sugar amongst the ancient Greeks and Romans, but only as an imported medicine, not as a food. For example, in Greece in the first century, It was written, there's a kind of colicine honey called saccharin, i.e. sugar, found in the reeds in India and Arabia. Uh, That's yaman somewhere. Similar in consistency to salt and brittle enough to be broken between the teeth like salt. It is good dissolved in water for the intestines and stomach and can be taken as a drink to help relieve a painful bladder and kidney. Crusade Chronological, William Tyree wrote in the 12th century, describes sugar as a most precious product, very necessary for the use and health of mankind. The first record of sugar in English is in the late 13th century, a recipe for dysentery. For example, demanding boiling a teacup of logwood chips and a pint of sweet milk. Poison is any substance which is taken into the form of the body destroys or impairs health. As we said, a toxin causes by acting as or affected by a poison. Dr. Rubin, author of Everything You Always Wanted to Know About Nutrition, says, white Refined sugar is not food. It is a pure chemical abstract from plant sources, purer in fact than cocaine, which it resembles in many ways. Its true name is sucrose, and its chemical formula is C-1H22011. It has 12 carbon atoms, twenty two hydrogen atoms, eleven oxygen atoms, and absolutely nothing else to offer. The chemical formula for cocaine is C one seven H two one N O four. Sugars formula again is C one two H 22 O one one. For all practical purposes, the difference is that sugar is missing the N or the nitrogen nitrogen atom. Refining means to pure by the process of extraction or separation. Sugar is eight times more addictive than cocaine, says Dr. Mark Hyman. Then. Moore fourth contributor wrote, U.S. healthcare system spends about a trillion per year, maybe more, fighting the effects of excess sugar consumption. The global market for sugar and sweet has totaled about $77.5 in 2012, and it's projected to increase and in a growth rate to about 90. 7.2 billion by 2017. That's according to the uh, report from the BCC Research. America spent 33.6 billion in retail. Spent 33.6 billion at retail in 2013 for candy. That's just candy. Dr. Robert Lutstein from the Department of Pediatrics at the University of California, San Francisco says. He and his colleagues believe they have come up with definite evidence that sugar, as he says, is a toxin. They did a nine-day um, test. They removed sugar from these children's diet, replaced it with starch, and they said everything got better with the children. Their um, body's insulin levels, which uh, can no longer keep up with the pace of breaking down sugar that was coming from the diet, to insulin-sensitive, they, so they became more sensitive to um, insulin. The nine days of having their total dietary sugar reduced to 10% of their daily calories, however, they show improvements in all measures. Overall, their fasting blood sugar level was dropped by 53%. Now, this is a scrappy uh, diet, nobody's suggesting that you have a starchy diet, but this this guy's saying we just took sugar out of these kids' diet, gave them crappy food, processed food, and still they got better dr william coda coder Martin tried to answer the the question about whether is sugar is a toxin when is food with a food, and when is it a poison? His working definition of poison was poison is. Medically, any substance applied to the body, ingested, or developed within the body, which causes or may cause disease. Physically, any substance which inhibits the activity of a catalyst, which is a minor substance, chemical, or enzyme that activates a reaction. The dictionary gives an even broader definition of poison to exert a harmful influence on or to pervert. Dr. Martin classified refined sugar as a poison because it has depleted, it is depleted of its life forces, vitamins and minerals. Carbohydrate metabolism results in the formation of toxic metabolites such as pyruvic, pyruvic acid and abnormal abnormal sugars containing five carbon atoms. Pyruvic acid accumulates in the brain and nervous system and the abnormal sugars in the red blood cells. These toxic metabolites interfere with the respiration of the cells. They cannot get sufficient oxygen to survive and function normally. In time, some of the cells die interferes with the function of the part of the body, and it is the beginning of degenerative disease. So he's saying that sugar causes the body to degenerate. Refined sugar is lethal when ingested by humans because it provides only that which nutritionists describe as empty or naked calories. Nothing worse than having that because in order to digest that, this is void of all the, the minerals or vitamins that it has, that it should have in it to be digested. The body has to take these things from the body, so your body drains itself to digest sugar. Now, revenues for sugar. In 2011, the revenue of the sugar processing industry in the U.S. totaled to a, about $9 billion U.S. dollars. That's a lot of money. For all of us who, you know, like sugar, and I, I think I can say that I like sugar. I like sugar sweet, tastes good, and a lot of things that, you know, that they put in sugar is, I mean, tastes great. You know but everything that tastes good for you is not good for you, so, so we need to be asking ourselves, is sugar a drug, and are we addicted to sugar because if if it is a drug if it's if it's a toxin if it's a, if it's a poison, if it's not good for us, and we are addicted, we need to think about that, and we need to also think about what do we plan to do for that for the sake of our our individual health um our um children and our community and the world community, the health of the world community, because this is serious. There are many addictions out there, everything from alcohol to gambling. We know that, right? The average American consumes 32 teaspoons of sugar a day. White refined sugar is not food. It's a chemical. It's a drug. It's addictive. It actually causes people to experience withdrawal systems like tremors, headaches, mood swings, and flu-like systems. The biological makeup of sugar is only one molecule away of that of alcohol and we just had uh just one element of uh, nitrogen or uh, difference from cocaine is only one molecule away from that of alcohol it has no nutritional value empty calories, as we said it de- depletes the body depletes the body of vitamin E and mineral reserves creating many. Many health problems. People eat sugar, and why, why does uh, this author say that sugar is addictive? Because people eat sugar compulsively, regardless of the negative consequence. Neurotransmitters in the brain, like dopamine and serotonin, are impacted the same in the same manner as alcohol and hard drugs like cocaine. When people eat sugar regularly, they must build up a tolerance to achieve the same experience. Over time, sugar is required for normal functioning, much like an alcoholic. When one stops eating sugar, they experience withdrawal symptoms. Unfortunately, sugar addiction is completely acceptable. Sugar addiction causes major health care, some of the problems that they say that the uh sugar damages, the nervous system, the endocrine system, the metabolic system, the cardiovascular system, the gastrointestinal system, and the immune system. As you know, a lot of your immune system is in your intestines. So also it runs havoc on primary organs like the liver, kidneys, colon, and pancreas colon cancer is uh a major disease that's uh causing the death of many Americans uh also uh kidney disease liver disease uh, behind them. here are some more problems that that are linked to sugar consumption mood swings irritability aggression depression depletion of mineral levels because it takes to sustain Void of minerals, it takes some minerals from the body to digest the sugar, the, the empty uh, sugar, the pure sugar. We are talking about processed sugar here. Uh, hyperactivity, anxiety or panic attacks. Chromium deficiency. Pleasing of the adrenal gland. Type 2 diabetes. Hypoglycemia. Obesity. Binging. Canthia overgrowth. That's uh, a thing that's a parasite. High cholesterol, antisocial behaviors such as that found in crime and delinquency. They have a link between sugar consumption and antisocial behavior found as that, you know, that's very interesting right there. That's anger, control issue. Well, that kind of goes with the crime and delinquency. Insomnia, chronic fatigue, immune function, neurotransmitter deficiency, high blood pressure, heart disease, asthma, alcoholism, acne, PMS, OCD, fibromyalgia, attention deficit, cancer, hormone imbalance, arthritis the immune system, and sugar. The consumption of sugar is considered to be one of the three major causes of degenerative disease in America, even by the American Diabetes Association. I don't know if what's happening in a lot of other communities, but I know this in a lot of communities here in Philadelphia. I see a lot of uh, dialysis uh, places where you go get your... uh, You know, people who are on dialysis and kidneys aren't functioning well, where they go, they put on dialysis to filter the blood. So I noticed a a lot of those, you know, buildings up there coming up in the community. So you got a lot of candy stores, you got a lot of liquor stores, and now I I see a lot of, you know, places where you people go to be placed on dialysis. I mean, if they need it, I mean, that's good. But how are we ending up in these places? start asking ourselves, why do we have so many of these type of things in our community? You know, we didn't need a Dallas uh, system. It wouldn't be there. But the why and the how we get to that point is something we all need to stop and think about. Sugar suppresses the immune system. It depletes the levels of the white blood cells that are needed to for strong immune function and that eat up harmful bacteria, and this reduces the body's ability to fight infection and disease. So we're not as healthy as we could be because of our, if we consume a lot of processed sugar. It's found in most commercial foods as a preservative, so you have to read. The labels on the side of the box, wherever they might have that at, to see what's actually in your food. Food is in our items. It's in items like cereal, spaghetti sauce, salad dressing, peanut butter. You know, peanut butter. You don't. You might not think of that as being sweet, but it has sugars in it. Sugar in it. Salad dressing. I've seen sugar in salad dressing. And of course, cereal. You know, spaghetti sauce. All have sugar. But some people cook, speak a little sugar. You know, does something with the taste of. You know, so I'm not have a reason for it, you know, but we need to rethink about how we uh, use sugar. Other forms of sugar that should be removed from the diet include maple sugar, raw sugar, high fructose corn syrup, fructose, dextrose, maltose, lactose, as well as molasses and honey. He even put honey on the list, and I love honey. Organic sugar, organic cane syrup, and a organic cane juice should go as well as they are not really much healthier, and for the sugar addict, sugar is sugar. So he said, this, this guy is saying, like, sugar is just not good for you. Mental health is sugar. Of course, as we previously spoke about withdrawal and sugar, Sugar withdrawal symptoms list, list the possibilities. This is from a mental health blog. Anger. When you quit cold turkey, your mood may fit, and you may notice that you are more angry or irritable than usual. Anxiety. Various individuals have reported feeling an anxiety when they drop sugar from their diet. It's known that sugar can have an influence on dopamine levels and activity, which can be the culprit of these feelings. Certain individuals are more sensitive than others in regard to experiencing anxiety. Appetite changes. Eating sugar can lead some people to experience increased cravings for carbohydrates. Additionally, when you stop consuming sugar, you may notice that your appetite experiences some degrees of Fluctuation. Initially, you may eat more or less than usual, but it should balance out. I remember when I was a kid, they you know used to say don't give them no candy before they eat dinner because they won't want to eat if they have, you know if they eat the candy. So I don't know. I don't know if that's related to that or not. I'm not. Uh, cravings. The most obvious effect when you stop sugar is that you're going to crave it. The cravings for sugar may be intense and difficult to overcome. If you stay the course and stay self-disciplined, as you know, you can kick sugar. So, you know, stay away from people, patients, things. It's hard to stay away from something that's everywhere, but you have to, you know, do your homework and uh, know what you put in your body and don't tempt yourself. Depression. People can experience crash and mood when they first come off of sugar. This dip in mood is typically not very extreme but can feel like a low-grade depression. Eventually, the mood should should go away and you should bounce back. Dizziness. In more extreme cases, individuals feel dizzy when they're withdrawing from sugar. Most people will not feel dizzy when they stop including sugar in their diet. Fatigue. Sugar can provide some people with short-term boost of energy. When a person quits including sugar in their diet, it's possible to experience some general fatigue, a little lethargicness during the first couple of weeks of withdrawal, flu-like. In some cases, people actually experience a severe reaction to cutting sugar from their diet that results in very low-grade flu-like symptoms. If you have this severe reaction, It should subside in a few days. Most people will not experience this particular symptom. Headaches. Initially, some people experience headaches when they remove sugar from their diet. These headaches can be the result of tension or the changes you are going through by detoxifying your body from sugar. Insomnia. Dropping sugar from your diet may temporary result in changes in sleep patterns and arousal you may notice you are unable to fall asleep at the proper time because you feel anxious and your arousal has changed. This will eventually go away too. All these things will eventually go away. So I'm going to stop saying that. During the acute phase of cutting sugar out of your diet, you may become snappy as a result of not having sugar that you crave. Sugar can influence dopamine and neurotransmitters responsible for pleasure in the brain. When we are no longer getting the same stimulation, we may become irritable. Right? I think we can identify with that. When we're not getting the things that make us feel good, we become a little ir- irritable sometimes. Mood swings, that goes with the irritability. Now you have a change in the mood. Common experience of mood swings when you initially cut sugar from your diet. Mood swings consist of minor depression, anxiety, and other negative feelings. Eventually your mood will suff- you know, go away. The shake. Now this is something just, you see, like in a alcoholic or a heroin addict. In some cases, people can actually shake when they drastically cut sugar from their consumption. The shakes will usually result are usually a result of cold turkey withdrawal. That sounds like the DT from alcohol. Sleep changes, withdrawal process, and affects sleep to a certain extent. During the withdrawal, you may notice changes in energy levels, arousal, and mood. We said that. All these factors are thought to influence our ability to get a good night's sleep. Weight changes. Most people notice that they lose weight when they drop sugar consumption. Weight loss is generally due to the fact that people stop eating unhealthy foods and drinking beverages that are sugar-filled. Some people drink a soda every day. Some people drink uh, sweet beverages at every meal and lots of it. So if you stop consuming those type of foods, you should lose some weight. In general, it is thought that the reason people experience withdrawal symptoms in the first place is largely based on individual sensitivity as well as dopamine. Is that dopamine uh, thing that we talked about with addiction. When you stop consuming sugar, your dopamine levels may temporarily drop, leading to various psychological symptoms. To help address this problem, it is recommended to consume lean protein, fruits like berries and apples, as well as nuts for additional nutrients. Because you're going to want to put something uh, down your tummy. So how do you break your addiction to sugar? Here are just a few suggestions. Think of sugar and simple carbs as addictive drugs, not food. So you have to change your perception of how you see sugar. If you see it as a food, you're going to consume it. It would be harder not to consume it. So think of it as a drug, man, or maybe, you know, because some of us like to consume drugs.
0: So maybe if
1: you look at it as a drug that will help you mentally um, eliminate sugar from your diet. Keep sugar and sugar products out of the house so that you reduce temptation. That's like uh, saying when people places, the thing. Plan ahead. Don't show up at a party or go out. With friends, for a restaurant, starving. Because if you're starving, if you're hungry, you could be tempted to eat that sugary pie, drink that sugary drink, that soda, you know, things like that. Use whole foods as snacks, such as fruit, nuts, besides the jerky. I don't eat meat, so I I would scratch that one out. Uh, to reduce cravings for sweets. Maybe that's a fruit jerky. I don't know. Exercise regularly to reduce cravings. Eat more protein and fat. These are some of the things we could do to kind of battle our addiction to sugar. Uh, Maybe most of us or a lot of us or some of us don't even feel that we are addicted to sugar. Maybe even after what I've just shared, some people think that this is a bunch of bull, you know, maybe oh that's that's just some crap. is not a drug. Taste it tastes too good to be a drug. I don't know. I'd say I challenge anyone to just do your own research on sugar, that affects the effects of sugar, and come to your own conclusion. This is just a uh sharing of information about sugar. You know? It says sugar taken every day produces a continuously over acid condition, and more and more minerals are required from deep in the body in the attempt to rectify the imbalance. And what I was saying you, you, it, your body absorbs minerals from the body to finally, in order to protect the blood. So much calcium is taken from the bones and teeth that decay and general general weakening begin. So it says that sugar basically weakens the bones. Your bones, your your teeth connected to your bones also. You know, so it's basically, you know, it's doing a number on you. Excess excess sugar eventually affects every organ in the body. Initially it's stored in the liver in the form of glucose. There goes your liver since the liver's capacity is limited, a daily intake of refined sugar soon makes the liver expand like a balloon. And now you have your your attack on your liver. When the liver is filled to its maximum capacity, the excess the excess sugar glycogen is returned the blood in the form of fatty acids these are taken to every part of the body and stored in the most inactive areas check this out the belly the buttocks the breasts and the thighs does that ring a bell to anybody when these comparatively harmless places are completely filled fatty acids are then distributed amongst active organs such as the heart and the kidneys these begin to slow down finally their tissues degenerate and turn to fat the whole body is affected by their reducibility and abnormal blood pressure is created the nervous system is affected and organs governed by it, such as the small brain, become inactive, inactive, or paralyzed. The circulatory system and lymphatic systems are invading, and the quality of the red corpuscles start to change. An overabundance of white cells occurs, and the creation of tissue becomes slower. That's the regeneration your body's tolerance and immunize, immunization, you, you excuse me, tolerance and immunizing power becomes more limited so that we cannot respond properly to extreme attacks, whether they be cold, heat, mosquitoes, microbes. The sepsis, sugar, has a strong mild effect on the function of the brain. The key to orderly brain function is glumatic acid, a vital compound in many vegetables. The B vitamins play a major role dividing glumatic acid into the antagonistic complementary, complementary compound which produce a proceed or controlled response In the brain, B vitamins are also manufactured by symbiotic bacteria, which live in our intestines. When refined sugar is taken daily, these bacteria weather and die, and our stock of B vitamins gets very low. Too much sugar makes one sleepy. Our ability to calculate and remember, eminent French psychologist F. Megan Dye was inspired by an incident to conduct a series of experiments with animals, the results of which he published in 18, 1816. An experiment, he fed dogs with a diet of sugar or olive oil and water. All the dogs wasted and died. The shipwreck the shipwreck sellers And the French psychologist experimental dogs the same point. As a steady diet, sugar is worse than nothing. Plain water can keep you alive for quite some time. Sugar and water can kill you. Humans and animals are unable to subsist, to live on a diet of sugar. It's been proven, however, that sugar is a major factor in dental decay. Sugar causes overweightness. Removal sugar from the diet has cured symptoms of crippling worldwide diseases such as diabetes, cancers, heart disease, heart illnesses. Sir Frederick Banton, the co-discoverer of insulin, noticed in 1929 in Panama that among Sugar plantation owners who ate large amounts of their refined stuff, diabetes was common. Amongst native cane cutters who only got to chew the raw cane, he saw no diabetes. So what he's saying is that processed sugar produced disease, but the raw sugar cane, he saw no disease, no diabetes. So that's something to think about, even though uh, one of the doctors recommend that you stay away if you're trying to get off the sugar, not to take any sugar at all. So here we have sugar in our diet. Sugar is in about just about everything that we use, and we need to think about that. Sugar and mental health. In the dark ages, troubled souls were really locked up going off their rockets, Such confinement began in the Age of Enlightenment after sugar made its transition from a doctor's prescription to the candy maker's uh, confection, as I said in the beginning. Initially, when the general hospital was established in Paris... Are
2: you, you have a call. You have a caller. Caller, welcome to... Provide to this sort. Hello, this is Q. You um, Hello, Q.
1: Welcome to Provocative Sort. Hey. How you doing? Hello.
2: All right, how you doing? Um, man, that's some um, really bad news, because um, I've been raised on processed shit, sugar, I guess. And um, that seems like that's a addiction, I guess, at this point it will be kind of hard to get away from that. But um, I think um, just like all those other things that um, that affect society at large, um, most people don't know, you know, the negatives to the extent that you're talking about. You know, everybody knows about the, the teeth and the fat and... Maybe some people about the diabetes, but I would
1: think
2: they don't. Excuse me, you have a television about. or something on in the back behind you? Oh, sorry. Okay, okay. but I, my whole point is, what I want to say is that um, um, I think everybody needs to be educated on the extent of, um, you know, what sugar does to everybody. I don't think everybody knows close to what you're talking about right there. Um, just like tobacco, everybody thought that was all, you know, good to go. Um, it took a long time, but um, people began to um, understand exactly how bad tobacco is. But it's still a multi-billion-dollar industry. But at least people are more aware of it, and that's what has, has to happen with sugar. Right.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's kind of sad because I'm like you're saying, like we've been raised on sugar, like you know, I got, a, I
3: got, a, I got a,
1: a list of sugary sweets that I like myself, right. you know, mean? when you think of, but if I think of sugar as a food that you shouldn't eat too much of, it's different than looking at it as a drug that you shouldn't use. Period. Right. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. our perception is kind of hard to. Uh, Tell somebody that something that you've been doing all your life, your mother, your grandmother, all the people that care about you or encourage you to to use or ingest is bad for you. It's kind of like there's no Santa Claus. You know what I'm saying?
2: Right,
1: right. What do you mean it's no Santa
2: Claus? And they they should give it up.
1: And they should give it up. For their life. Not just give it up because I said so. Give it up Uh if you want to live. If you want to be healthy, if you don't want to make it to that dialysis uh, machine, if you don't want to make it to that cardiologist, you want to reduce your chances because the other mm-hmm. things that impact those things, uh, right. if you want to reduce your chances of, of making it there or under that knife or getting that stent put up in you, uh, you need to think about, you know, you want to be healthy, you want to have a better quality of life. You know, right. that's a, you know, because, I mean, because, I mean, we talk about everything but sugar causing all uh, these major problems in our lives. Most of mostly we talk about sugar with the teeth, testing our immune system, our mental health. Right. You know, generally, sugar the teeth, brush your teeth, right? I think it's even sugar in toothpaste. I'm not sure. I'm going to um, check that out, though. But I think sugar is even, it might be in you know, toothpaste because it tastes sweet. So, I mean,
2: yeah, I think, the, you know. you're right.
1: Yes, I mean, I why, why right. are we brushing our teeth for sugar? Why would the uh, Dental Association, you know, um, tell us to brush our teeth for sugar? But, of course, it, it, it you know, like, it creates and perpetuates mm-hmm. the dental business. You know what I mean? hmm So, but I, I think that, uh, I hope that that's not the case, though. You know, I hope that, you know, I hope that maybe just people just think, trying to find a way you can do what you want to do and, you know, so a brush of teeth after you eat that, you know. It has a little sweetness in it because you don't want to do it without it. Maybe they put a little mm-hmm. sugar in it, but maybe they need to rethink that too. I mean, everything can't be sweet. Everything can't make you feel good. You should feel good about um, maintaining and preserving yourself. How about that? All right. So, I mean, we I, I think as a individuals, we need to think about how we – what do we call preserving ourselves if we are, you know, about that. If we're not about that, then – that's another. That's another uh, problem. You're not about preserving yourself. You know? Okay. But um. But if you're not preserving you, and, and in this instance sugar, you're not going to preserve your child. because you're going to feed your kids sugar. And lots of it. You put birthday into the big cake, the ice cream. You know what I'm saying? The sodas, uh-huh. the candy. You're gonna have all that. Every holiday you're gonna have some sugar. The Easter egg hunt, the Christmas. You're gonna have the cookies and candy. I mean we just uh, His birthday His friend's birthday His brother's birthday You know what I'm saying It's a lot of candy The candy store Give him allowance he go to the candy store uh, I mean we used to hit the candy store On the way to school I was like Get some now ladies You know Get something Going yeah. to school You know You so, have another caller Okay You have another, call. we have another caller Thank you Call About to
3: Hello Yes You know, I was listening to the information that you shared tonight, uh, which was really overwhelming, um, but very much needed. As you were given the different uh, statistics and data related to your research on sugar, it brought to mind how um, when they were talking about legalizing marijuana and effects of marijuana and you know, the accessibility of marijuana. But marijuana doesn't seem to have anything on sugar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but sugar sugar is legally
3: accepted and usable in all kinds of forms. And I never, until tonight, realized how detrimental sugar is um, to the human body.
2: All right. Well,
1: not so recently have I either, so, I, <laughs> you know, this is, uh, it's kind of a, a downer for me. A
3: logo call?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's a downer, even though I had previously tried to eliminate sugar from my diet, you know, I'm a vegetarian, I'm eating. vegan, you know, but I didn't know it was so bad it even connected to, uh, schizophrenic. you know what I mean?
3: Yeah, I, I to you um. Did it have any data that even referenced um, that sugar substitute aspartame? Did any of your literature speak on the use of that?
1: Oh, I didn't go into the sustenance because sugar substitute is so bad, substitutes did not be in any. That's a, that's a uh, chemical, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and you know, uh, one of the uh, doctors mentioned uh, even the honey. He said even... Sugar cane he said, don't eat no sugar if you're trying to get off the of sugar. You know, but, mm. just so you know, sugar cane, pure sugar cane, uh, mm-hmm. apparently didn't rot the teeth of the natives who were cutting the cane down. But when the guys who processed the sugar, ate the processed sugar, took them out and gave them diabetes. That's back in the 800s. That's the 1800s. Wow. So, I mean, like, all this is known. So, like, I mean, like, is, is it worth it that to us? You know, just to get that good feeling, that high from sugar, whatever we get from um, sugar, is it worth it? I mean, that's, that's, that speaks to our addiction to it. Uh, for those who get the information about what what sugar does to the body, the kind of havoc it can run on the body in the in the, the systems. You know what I'm saying? Like, once you know that, once you get that, and you, if you take the time to uh, do some research, yourself, which I uh, suggest everybody do, you know, go read about sugar and just ask yourself, um, you know, about your own quality of life. How do you want it to be? Because
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's going to show up depending on how much of it you use.
3: Right, like right, dope, right. how much
1: dope you shoot, it's going to show up.
3: You no, know?
1: so, You know, so I mean like, you know, it's really bad, man. There's a lot of stuff I like that's sweet.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm not going to
1: lie. You know, it's a lot of uh, fruit drinks I like. They don't have sugar in them, just glucose from the fruit. You know what I'm saying? You know.
2: Yeah. Just, uh,
1: you know, it's like wow. It's almost like yeah, well, what?
2: Well, what can I eat now? Well, what do you mean? <laughs> right. Yeah, they because it's stuff that's not even It's just stuff
3: that's yeah, not even meant so, sweet. Because we consume it in so many different parts of our diet. And then even you know in areas where there's like hidden sugar, things that have sugar and then you don't even realize the amount of sugar right. in it, right. like now um,
2: exactly.
3: like your yogurts and <laughs> right. you know things that right. are supposed to be more sensitive to the diet. Right. They're All
2: kind right. Of well,
3: things. thank you. Thank you for uh, giving me this opportunity to uh, share. All
2: right, Okay. Thanks for calling.
3: <laughs> All right. Bye bye.
1: All right. Okay, so you know, I know this is not They have another call. Another call. Uh call welcome
4: to the the Hey Carlton, can you hear me? Yes. This is Carol again. Okay. And you hi. know when I was researching the uh, thing on sugar, the one thing that they were saying was that how the government had paid farmers which you probably already talked about. I just got on the show, to um, not grow certain foods. So, But they did grow corn, and it turned out that there's an overabundance of corn. And so they found all these ways that they could use this corn. One of them, I'm sure you mentioned, was the high um, fructose uh, corn syrup.
1: HFCS.
4: HFCS, yep. So what happened was your food people, who processed food, instead of using natural sugar, use this high fructose sugar because it was cheaper to use. So it's in a lot of things. Right. And I feel as though that because they use this high uh, corn syrup is the reason why we have an abundance of obesity now, abundance of diabetes, which is not only affecting adults, which is more type 2, but even more juvenile diabetes, which is affecting, uh, well, that's something uh, affecting the children. So they know this, but it's all about money. You know what I mean? A cheaper way of of producing, mass production, and um, getting paid. You know, it's all about money. So if people can be educated on the... the, uh, What's the word? Because it's not the harmful effects of sugar. Maybe they would change because I don't think people are aware. Even I remember Dr. Oz doing a program on diet soda, you know, in which he was talking about how actually if you consume a lot, like one lady consumed like cases a a week or whatever, he told her you're going to gain weight instead of lose weight. And that lady was a thick lady. You know, a little right. chunky, because she probably was consuming all that uh, diet soda, you know. And looking up the artificial sugars, a lot of them are sweeter than regular uh, sucrose, which is table sugar. Right. But some of them might not give you that spike, that little sugar spike that you get, you know, right. when you eat it. But it is sweeter. One was um, 600, another one was 300 times sweeter than just regular table sugar, which you don't really need, you know. And I think sugar is just an acquired taste, something that, you know, because we have been exposed to it, we uh, look for it, but we already know, or anyway, I believe, that if we don't eat, if we were never exposed to it, we, we would never miss it, you know what I mean, as far as the bad form. You know, right. but eating your fruit and and those um unprocessed things you know those those things that are good for us um, we we just wouldn't crave the sugar if we were never exposed to it, but all that stuff is is so that you would crave it, you know, and you continue to buy it, continue to spend your money on something that's just not good for you all right um, that's all see okay
1: so so sugar is a uh... Drug or
4: food? In your opinion? I think processed
2: processed sugar. sugar. Yeah.
4: Processed sugar is a drug, okay. in my opinion. Okay, because they have an understanding of the effect that it has, and the spike that it causes in your body. Okay, right. and I and 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 the, and the thing we know we need sugar to produce energy, you know, for our cells, you know, to to do the things that they do for our body. Okay, but processed goes, sugar. Right. glucose Glucose. in the body, right? Glucose, which which for us would be, um, I don't have my paper, but we need glucose, you know, in order to produce energy because that's what the cells operate on. But um, when it comes to this other stuff, and and, um, when we have too much sugar, and this is what happened when we use this high fructose corn syrup because it's excess, our body will store it into our liver and in our fat cells. Okay? And that's how we get fat. Okay. That's what
2: happens. Right. It can right. It, 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 it liver, stores liver, liver it excess
4: liver. In, in the form of fat. Right.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't even know it worked that way but now yeah. I do.
4: Because you know. if you were using it up, you know, the normal, but this high sugar you know, your body doesn't have any use. Plus, it, it causes you to have these spikes in insulin, too. You know, right. everything works on a, a feedback system. So your body, see, you have this sugar in, so you get this spike of sugar, and then you get this drop in sugar because right. now your body has secreted this insulin to deal with this high dose of, of glucose in your body. And and uh, you can have that letdown where you're all of a sudden tired, you know, because right. you had this drop in sugar, because you know you know, the body done secreted all this insulin to deal with all the sugar in the in the system. So it's like a little roller coaster, you know. And then at some point, what happens? Your body's not able to produce enough insulin. Diabetes. Okay. You have the sugar in the system, but you're not producing enough insulin to bring it down.
2: Right.
4: So, so now you've you it all up,
2: right?
4: You. You're not, or you're not producing enough. You know. I don't, it's not that you use it all up; your body's producing it, but it's not enough to deal with the sugar load that you oh, keep okay. putting it, that all you right. keep putting it through. You know, right. so eventually, you know, you go to your doctor, and your doctor says, "Hey, you're diabetic." Why? Because your sugar level is above what it should be. You know. So
1: you're on your way to Dallas.
4: So now you right. And the thing about um, diabetes, diabetes affects the whole body. Okay and it turns your vessels and the, uh, they make your vessels real brittle like um, pie crust so that people who have diabetes uh, can go blind. Why? Because you don't get blood flow to the, you know, uh, to the eye. Hmm?
1: I, I just remember, we used to call this sugar diabetes. I remember this a long
4: time right. ago. Right, sugar diabetes. And, and we, so
1: it was there, we were saying it, but we didn't
4: really know what that meant. get what we were saying diabetes. Polish, I think we didn't really understand diabetes. how it came about. You just right. think, oh, you got old and here comes sugar diabetes. Right. But they tend to suffer from uh, renal failure because you don't get blood flow. You know, blood vessels. You know, are affected that you know throughout your body. Coronary disease. You know, you don't get sufficient blood flow to the heart. You know, so it it affects everything and it's deadly. So we need to be educated, and if and I think we can, and we could, we can really live without that type of sugar, cause that right. type of sugar is not good. But it's in a lot of stuff. Right, it's
1: everywhere. But I mean, like I mean, like just the candy store alone. I mean, it's, it's not even
4: stuff. just in food products. They use well, well, the, the corn syrup is. But I'm saying corn in general. You know, it's the overabundance, and they have found multiple ways that they can use this product, you know, and it's definitely um, used in the food industry because it's cheaper than using real sugar. Right. They started that in the 70s, 1970s. Fast foods are are great for it. All your processed food, you know, it's just easier to use, cheaper to use. Right.
1: And it sounds like, hey, corn, sir, that can't even have you. That's corn. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, doesn't it sounds sound nutritious. Like it's like it's, gonna
4: it's hurt a, a vegetable. But it's not. It makes money. Right.
1: It makes a lot of money. So chances are it's not. Either quality. way you look at it,
4: it's making money through the food, through the pharmaceutical, you know, through the health, and it's just Could a money, make money maker. Right. That's
3: probably the biggest reason that I decided to All right. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, thank you.
1: Okay, so, you know, how much is too much? Currently they say um, the average American takes about 12 teaspoons of high-fructose corn syrup alone per day. That's a lot. That doesn't include other sugars like sucrose, maltose, lactose. Some teens and other high-consuming groups take it as much as more of high fructose corn syrup than the average person. I think we can see that by the the kids uh, running to the candy store. Like I said, like I used to do when I was a kid, you know, we in there trying to get that candy before school, after school, in the summertime, you know, we, you know, bum rush to the candy store. Why? Because candy tastes good. Get a donut, you know, ice cream, whatever. You know, hey, we didn't think anything wrong, you know, wrong with that. Bust anybody's bubble. I just want to inform the listening uh, public out there that uh, there's a new well, it's not new, but it's something we need to look at in our diet. And it's sugar. Coming to the end of the show, I want to thank everyone for calling, listening, tuning in. I want to thank Free Mother for Real Media for allowing me to host this show.
0: You will not be I want to thank the to creators home, for allowing
1: me to be my parents.
0: You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. And I want to
1: ask everybody you to will tune in to next week. And
0: out for beer box of thought. The will not I want to encourage everyone the research Read about the
1: sugar. Will not be Try to eliminate processed sugar from your
0: you diet or reduce
1: this drastic. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon next week. And leading the by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew. To eat hog confiscated from the Harlem Sanctuary,
0: the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by the a war Theater.